This is the Growmart Podcast. We do have, um, I guess, an overall goal of investing in the vitality of agriculture. Highlighting topics in the Growmark system. We need to be able to translate that into elected leaders' minds because each of them have different backgrounds. Featuring agricultural industry experts. Without pollination, our business doesn't exist. Now here's your host, Matt Wetterston. Welcome into the Growmark Podcast. Luke McClintock is our guest this week. Luke is client tech analyst for Growmark. And Luke, we're talking about fishing this week, but uh, not the kind of fishing that you do on a lake. What exactly is fishing when we're talking about IT and info security? Well, IT info security, it's definitely not the fishing, uh, like you said, not out there catching salmon or bass or anything. Um, but fishing in particular is um, pretty much... Uh, level up from spam email that you normally get but they're essentially uh, soliciting for information from you is pretty much I guess that's the technical definition more or less but that's fishing there in a nutshell there somebody sending an email or doesn't necessarily have to be an email but they're trying to get information from you in some way shape or form whether it's your email address as simple as clicking on it verifying that this emails uh, a valid email address somebody's reading it they're trying to get your name uh, mailing address. Uh, some of the more severe things is they're trying to get you to wire transfer the money. Uh, pretty much something malicious that doesn't necessarily inf infect your computer, but I mean they're trying to do uh, criminal activities with this type of information here. And these things are disguised as if they were real normal emails? Yes. Um, for the most part, I mean there's varying levels of phishing. So uh, just for starters, I mean, you have the bare minimums of, um, you know, you get an email from so-and-so saying, hey, uh, this is UPS, click on this link to claim your package and sign in, you know, so they're fishing for, you know, maybe an Amazon uh, username, password, something that they can turn around and use, or they're getting you to sign up to, hey, claim your prize. I mean, yes, that's spam, but it's also at a certain level, depending on how it's, you know, guarded, is... Uh, fishing as well so they're trying to collect information from you as much as they can uh, based on the level of sensitivity of that information or whatever it might be and then essentially you know goes out on the dark web in the black market and you're sold to the highest bidder so and then of course it gets a little bit more severe where um, fishing in general can go you know anywhere send it to you know a couple billion email addresses and yes that billion with a b i mean you know as broad as that or as specific as, you know, there's a new CEO of the company and they actually do the research and craft this message to target this specific individual um, that's still phishing. But uh, the term that they're using for that is more or less spear phishing because, I mean, like fishing in the deep blue sea, you're just throwing your hook out for anybody. Uh, spear fishing is a little bit more targeted. You're picking the fish and, you know, you're shooting at it. So uh, spear phishing is usually, you know, they're pretty good. They spoof their email address, try and get you to, that's usually something along the lines of, hey, this is so-and-so really trying to uh, complete this business deal, and they're impersonating someone that you know. So usually they'll get two names of somebody in the company. Usually uh, in the paper they read, so-and-so's named CEO of, insert company, so-and-so's named CFO of some company. Those usually make the paper in some way, shape, or form. Um, so they'll craft an email from the CEO to the CFO saying, hey, I need you to wire transfer this money here, here, and here. It's a uh, sensitive matter. Don't say anything to anybody else. Um, 
And then, you know, on top of that, they'll follow up on that email. You know, they'll send another email like, hey, I haven't heard back on this. Have you emailed or done this yet? And amazingly, I mean, you might think, oh, well, that's pretty simple and rudimentary, but uh, it actually happens quite a bit. There's been a few companies that have lost, you know, in the millions of dollars for activities like that. So it's, uh, it's very real, and that's pretty much what they're going for there. Talking with Luke McClintock, Gromark's client tech analyst. Luke, it seems like this is being more prevalent in the news. What do you say to people who would say, you know, this isn't going to happen to me. I, I can recognize these emails. This 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 isn't going to catch me off guard. <laughs> well, everybody always says it can't happen to me, won't happen to me, but, I mean, uh, I think that's kind of like just the nature of the world. I mean, it, it can and it probably will, and some of us just get lucky, you know. I think we'll probably get more lucky that we don't see the phishing or spam or uh, give into those things, but I mean, it's literally can happen to anybody. I mean, uh, be ready for it. Uh, it's not one of those things that's kind of easy to ward off. Yes, you know, there's set series of advice of how to what to look for and you know, be careful what you're looking at. And it's almost always you know, the easy level. People think, oh, if it's too good to be true, it probably is true. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you can you know, wash away 90% of spam and phishing right there. But once you get up to, you know, the spear phishing attacks, like I talked about a little bit, uh, that's, that's scary stuff. I mean, they can, somebody really sits down and does their homework. I mean, this is what they do for a living. So we have people that are, you know, professionals of what they do and we think they're pretty good, but these guys are also, well, maybe not professionals. I doubt they pay taxes, but this is what they do for a living day in day out i mean you know talk about the millions of dollars that they get you to wire transfer so it's a very lucrative business and they're very very real very out there i'd say probably about 98 to 99 percent of the email floating around in the world today is indeed phishing spam spear phishing attempts and that's not a made-up statistic that's very real so what are some of the signs? I know you talked about it a little bit, but what are some of the signs of these emails? And, and what can Gromark employees or other people listening to this podcast today do to protect themselves? Usually the best thing, um, if you routinely use email, like most people, you know, at least at Gromark, most people use email most of the day throughout the day. And you're pretty routine about knowing who you're talking to on a regular basis. That's usually step one. You know, if you get an email from somebody asking you to do X, Y, Z, be suspicious. I mean, up front, I mean, especially at Gromark, I mean, just pick up your phone, call them. Uh, it could be as simple as that. Or if it's, you know, your cousin that's trapped in China, wants you to wire him $100 or $100,000, insert dollar amount, uh, so he can get home, uh, be suspicious. You know, is he really out of the country? And that's kind of the first one. And of course, always trust your instincts. I mean, coming back, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. You know, if you need to enter your bank account information because you won $10,000 and they need to transfer it to you right away, it's probably too good to be true. Uh, don't, don't do that. And of course, if you do email a lot, the other big thing there is you're flying through email all day. Slow down. You know, just take your time, take a breather, <laughs> read everything out very clearly. Um, most phishing attacks and even some of the best spear phishing attacks if you read it closely, there's some form of grammatical error in the email somewhere. Because uh, usually these are um, foreign individuals that don't natively speak English, so they're not used to you know all the normal formatting and everything like that. And 
usually, I mean, if it's somebody you converse with on a regular basis, like say CEO to CFO, you're probably emailing a lot. And so you get that one email from them that says, hey, wire transfer this money, but you can read it. And then you just, by nature, you know, like this doesn't quite sound like something they would normally say, or it's not worded right. You know, ironically enough, I heard a story the other day where somebody recognized it was phishing because this person always misspells things or always never uses capitalized letters or anything. And so they're like, I know that's uh, not not him because it's spelt perfectly. So just know who you're talking to kind of thing. Slow down a little bit. Uh, the big one is watch for personal accounts as well. Um, a lot of phishing, spear phishing attempts do come from personal accounts. So uh, be leery of that as well. Um, there's always, you know, the hover method. So if they have links for you to click on or even the um, reply to message, it might say this is from insert name. But if you actually click on or don't click on it, hover up over where the email is, you'll get the actual email address where it came from. It'll be some kind of long, random or whatever the case is. You'll know, oh, that's not their email address. So look for that. Uh, I always use the term hover. Don't click on it. Because uh, once you click on it, either a, you've got the virus, but that's you know a malicious attempt, not necessarily phishing, or you're at the page and uh, you know they're trying to fish your credentials, so you hastily slow down, don't type in your information type of thing there, and uh, the other thing you know check the reply to field. So if you're replying to the email address and it comes from your CEO, when you check that reply to field, hey his email address should be there. If it's something else might want to stop uh take a breather and uh rethink that and you know give them a call be like hey you know i can't say i would ever be upset if uh, i called you know the ceo before i wire transferred a large sum of money of some sort you know i'm sure he might be happy if i did that or wanted to have some kind of an in-person conversation but uh you just never know you, you got to be careful though Got another minute or two with Luke McClintock, Romark's client tech analyst, talking about phishing as part of a, or really a general awareness for Gromark employees and other people out there on things to be um, aware of. Luke, what are some of your final thoughts on this topic, and what are some of the things, maybe without spoiling secrets, that Gromark is doing uh, to, uh, to work on this? A few things, I mean, and probably not just Gromark, but uh, companies in general. I mean, we really throw a lot of resources to... Uh, essentially trying to stop those things. So, I mean, that 99% statistic on, you know, spam reaching the mailbox, I just know here at Growmark, uh, literally out of all the ma mail that we see every day, and of course we host the mail for, you know, Growmark corporate, subs, retails, members, uh, literally 95, 96% of it is bad. Like, you know, so imagine, you know, take you for instance, Matt, let's say you get 100 emails a day. Um, so that means that you probably gotten actually 10,000 emails that day. Only 100 are actually making it to your mailbox. I know the numbers aren't quite right, uh, but that's just, you know, the reality of what it is. Um, as soon as somebody latches on and knows, hey, we have those email addresses, we're going to block those. So there's that. Um, and that's just kind of like basic spam filtering through that. And then, of course, things still trickle in. I mean, we I see some every now and then. And uh, I know everybody else does because they forward them down to the uh, IT arena. <laughs> but uh, so we're starting to get a little bit more advanced in terms of um, email being scanned as it's coming in. So 
the good guys are starting instead of being you know proprietary and we keep our stuff secret you keep your stuff secret everybody's all about sharing information today and that's one of the big things that's coming along with you know uh, leveraging the cloud and things of that nature so um, they're scanning everything as fast as they can um, sandboxing it so as mail's flowing in you know you see mail kind of flow transparently to you but as that mail's flowing it's going through about three or four scanners uh, going through a sandbox it's opening dynamically clicking on all the links for you and then saying yep everything looks all right let's plumb it on along so all that stuff's happening in the background all the time that's why I get some complaints hey my mail is not instant well mail is not supposed to be instant it's not instant messaging it's email so you, you got a little bit of delay in there but it's all this stuff is happening in the background that you don't know about all this sorting routing um, scanning sandboxing um, just literally all kinds of things going on there um, and anymore today uh, I mean we could talk for hours about zero day threats and things like that but that's you know a whole nother two hour three hour conversation um but there's really just kind of like an endless amount of things that you know we're doing anything that's latest and greatest that could be done believe me we're, we're doing everything we can but of course you know things still get through i mean like i said i mean that's that is what they do day in day out is craft messages try to get as much information from you as possible because that's how for right or wrong that's how they make a living so well, Luke McClintock, Gromar Clan Tech Analyst, thank you for being the guest in this week's Gromar Podcast, and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gromar Podcast. New episodes are available in the morning on the first and third Wednesdays of each month. You can catch the Gromar Podcast on Podbean or by using a supported podcast app in the App Store.